Sex Positive Talk, where Shane ends and nothing is off limits. Brought to you by Advocating for Sex Positive Education and Consent Culture, EmpoweredHearts.com, and GTFORadio.ca. I'm your host, Angel, queer fembi, sexuality educator, and sex coach. Isn't that the thing? Hey, everybody. This is Angel from Sex Talk with... Veronica. Uh, yeah, I'm in a kick-ass mood. How about you? <laughs> oh, I've um, been fluctuating between just absolutely furious to incredibly depressed. Yeah, that's and- a really good summation, I think, for absolutely everybody out there that gives a fuck about people with uteruses. Uterize. Not sure. Don't know what whatever. the plural is. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, big fuck you to all of the justices of the United States. And seeing how we're here in Alberta, big fuck you to all of our lovely MLAs who decided to speak up about how excited they were <sighs> to start hammering down reproductive um, access as inaccessible. So, yay. Um, so, yeah, I know you've done some research, so... Yeah, so anyway. I, I think the best thing we can do right now to start is just explain. So, Roe v. Wade, obviously... Was overturned. Was overturned. Off. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's not just... I know some people are confused um, because Roe v. Wade became um, a part of a case that was already going to trial the Mississippi case. Yeah. And then what they did was they amended that not only did Mississippi want the Supreme Court to overturn the ruling because they lost, um, <laughs> but they also asked the courts to overturn Roe v. Wade. So it wasn't like this is has been specifically targeted. It wasn't a case of, well, this court case came through and that leads to precedent they overturned roe v wade so like what exactly did roe v wade do so roe v wade uh was a legal case in uh on january 22nd 1973 it was ruled 7-2 that unduly restrictive state regulation of abortion is unconstitutional um In a majority opinion written by Justice Harry A. Blackmun, the court held that a set of Texas statutes criminalizing abortion in most instances violated a woman's constitutional right of privacy, which it found to be implicit in the liberty guarantee of the due process clause of the 14th Amendment. And in that clause, no, nor shall any state deprive any person of life, liberty or property without due process of law. Roe v. Wade was overturned by the Supreme Court in 2022. Okay, so this wasn't actually an abortion case. No. It was just that in this case, the courts determined that it is against human rights, basically, to not permit abortion. abortion. So it's really similar then to Canada's Supreme Court case, R versus Montgomery, I think, Montgomery, in like 19... 69 back when pierre trudeau was was in power what's going on yeah yeah Yeah, i can explain a little bit about what the case was um when jane uh, it began when jane roe which is a fictional name uh used to protect the identity of the plaintiff instituted federal action against henry wade the district attorney of dallas county texas where roe resided the Supreme Court disagreed with Roe's assertion of an absolute right to de- terminate pregnancy in any way and at any time and attempted to balance a woman's right of privacy with the state's interest in regulating abor- abortion. In his opinion, Blackmum noted that only a compelling state interest justifies regulations limiting fundamental rights, such as privacy, and that legislator- legislators must therefore draw statutes narrowly to express express only the legitimate state interest at stake. The court then attempted to balance the state's distinct compelling interests in the health of pregnant women and in the potential. And I'm, I'm reading straight from a, an article uh, from uh, the Encyclopedia, Encyclopedia Britannica. So <laughs> okay, it's fair enough. It's pretty accurate. It's so pretty accurate. Yeah, you're not looking at some journalist's tainted view. Because exactly. we, we all have thoughts and feelings about abortion. Mm-hmm. And to anybody out there that's like, I don't understand why everybody's freaking out. You know, it's taking a life and like whatever. Um, I get it. And that's mm-hmm. that's a, a, a question of philosophy 
Yeah. I think. When does life begin? Why is an mm-hmm. orange? And when we could debate that ad nauseum. But the reality is we're talking about human beings who have already loved and and hated and been hurt and often, you know, have done things to benefit society, like show up to work or, mm-hmm. you know, volunteer or whatever it is. And we're saying that something so incapable of surviving takes precedent yeah. over the ability to thrive as a pregnant person. Mm-hmm. Something that does not feel pain. Let's be accurate here. I, I've actually read the case studies on mm-hmm. it. Um, and what they're talking about is basically... Something the size what- of a brine shrimp. Yeah, but what people say when they say that fetuses can feel pain is what they're saying is that the pain receptors have been developed, but the pain receptors need something to go to. And they don't have that yet. In order to feel pain, and they don't have that yet. And also, the idea of a quote-unquote fetal heartbeat is not an organ that has been developed in the same way we think of as, as a heart being developed. Yeah. You know, we're talking about the vibrations in the cell. We're not talking about a heartbeat. But like, regardless. Regardless. Do you know what I mean? What what Roe v. Wade or Roe v. I'm sure it's Montgomery. Now I'm going to have to look it up. I'm sure it was. In 69. What they're saying is that an individual who has a womb, Mm -hmm. a uterus, has the right to decide whether or not they would like to foster a parasite inside of their body and give birth. All of these things which can cause short and long-term health repercussions, mental repercussions, economic, economic yeah, you know, in, uh, can destroy families mm-hmm. too. Yep. Um, you know? Yep. And um, we, I also want to add about the Roe v. Wade case, um, the court located at, That point at capability of meaningful life outside the mother's room or viability, uh, the womb carrier, I'll say, Britannica said mother's womb, or viability, which occurs at about 24 weeks of uh, pregnancy. Um, The repeated challenges, we've seen repeated challenges since 1973. that's narrowed the scope of Roe v. Wade, but it didn't overturn it. Um, the other thing that I want to add is not only did this Mississippi case overturn Roe v. Wade, it overturned Planned Parenthood of Southeastern Pennsylvania versus Casey. Yeah. That was a case Which in was, 1992. And nobody's talking about that. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, no one is talking about what this is doing to access to birth control, pap smears, mm-hmm. um, even counseling on how to not get sexually transmitted infections like there's there's a whole world out there that planned parenthood provides information for mm-hmm. they go to schools and teach consent you know they yep. provide birth control to people who can't afford it and now they're not protected like they're actually closing mm-hmm. all over the states right now yes yeah, and um, the thing, the also the big thing people are talking about is also that twenty six total states. Let me get the exact quote here. A total of twenty six states are certain or likely to ban abortion, whether through trigger laws, pre row bans, six or eight week bans, or near total bans. And 26 states, so that's like way more than half of the American population. Yes, will now have little to absolutely no access to abortion. Or birth control. Or birth control. And and I think, so people are like, oh, this isn't an attack on women, it's this, it's that, it's about adoption and all of this kind of stuff. And I just, I mean, I don't fucking care <laughs> what the reasons are, I think mm-hmm. is what it comes down to. And... It's already hard enough in Canada, never mind the states where healthcare isn't exactly accessible in the first place. You know, and in Canada, there's a lot of barriers too, and we, we need to talk about that. But um, it's still hard enough to access birth control, to to get Plan B, to get an abortion. Um, I mean, I could tell you horror stories 
-hmm. of things I've personally been there for. Um, Being 18 and giving birth and having a nurse treat me like I'm garbage because I was in a Catholic hospital because it was the only one in Winnipeg, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, um, an unwed teen mother Mm -hmm. because I was in a fucked up province that doesn't believe in birth control. You know what I mean? And what it's like to raise a child when Mm -hmm. you're 18 and how that keeps you in poverty. Yeah. You know, which I think is part of the point. You know, they want to keep people busy working, raising kids. They're too busy to look at how the resources are being not distributed. Mm -hmm. Um, In my opinion, I think this is capitalist bullshit. Once again, yay, karaoke. I think it's part capitalism, part uh, just entirely outdated views, and part the absolute non-separation of church versus state. I know it's in the Constitution in the U.S., this whole separation of church and state, but I truly cannot think of a time when that's actually been true. Not here either. Not here either. No, not in Canada either. You know, Mm -hmm. and so, I mean, a lot of people, and let's talk about that. Like, Mm -hmm. we already know, and everybody's been reading and listening to, and and hopefully through the protests and through Mm -hmm. the quieter protesting that's happening on social media and Mm -hmm. in conversations and, you know, news shows and, like, all of this stuff, um, they're hearing that the ramifications of overturning Roe v. Wade and Planned Parenthood versus Casey Mm -hmm. is astronomical. Yeah. Like, we're talking the people who already are most marginalized. So, people who are poor, people of color, young people, people with disabilities are now going to be in a position where they have to work even harder to try and access birth control, mm-hmm. where due to their marginalization, they already have a vulnerability to being sexually assaulted. Mm-hmm. Um, and now they don't have options afterwards either. And it's not like with this came any sort of economic supports no. should they end up pregnant. No, absolutely not. Because it is not about babies. Like, no. let's be very, very even clear though, here. Even though the leaked document stated that they were trying to get more white babies for the adoption supply market. supply of infants, yeah. It's, that's not what it's about. It yeah. is not absolutely not about babies. Because if it was about babies, we would have better access to health care. We would have Strong paid daycare. We'd have access to free education. Like, Hot all of these things. Schools, exactly. Parental support. Mat leave and paternity leave. Absolutely. It's not about babies. No. Because you can't say that you think it's murdering babies if when that baby gets here, there are no supports for them. Because why does that baby exist then? And and, and on top of that, tell me that the baby is garbage if they're gay or trans. Yeah. Exactly. Or, you know, if they're born out of wedlock or if they're Mm -hmm. poor or Mm -hmm. if they have a disability or and like all these caveats where basically unless you are a wealthy white baby Mm -hmm. you just don't matter yeah and all of these i'm i'm quite upset um i mean about this whole for forced birth conversation that people like to have um where it's talking about killing babies or anything or like excuses or we get into this argument about people who are sexually assaulted or something like that right it It doesn't doesn't matter matter. it does not matter i fucking love you (laughs) (laughs) it doesn't matter what the reasons are at all because the person who has the the little parasite Mm -hmm. trying to grow inside of them is going to be lifelong impacted by what decision they make Mm -hmm. and when you take away that decision you are taking away a person's ability to be what a human is Mm -hmm. someone who has the right and freedom to make decisions about how their life is going to be lived yep yeah It, it doesn't matter it doesn't matter what situation anyone is in when they are looking to end a pregnancy it doesn't matter they should have the right to terminate If you are married and healthy and wealthy and have all the supports in the world and having a child is not what you're trying to do in this moment in time, Mm -hmm. you have absolute right to decide what is going to happen 
to your body. Yeah. And we're talking about, uh, and I mean, this can't be confirmed. This is just conjecture. We're talking about people. I think a lot of times the people that are supporting the decision have this idea of people with uteruses being barefoot and pregnant and going back to the home and going back to traditional values and blah, 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 blah. I'm right? so glad you brought that up. Yeah. Because I was arguing yesterday that it seems to me that it cannot be a coincidence that this is coinciding with a time where particularly the women in that marriageable age, right, mm-hmm. that, that 18 to 35 age range, mm-hmm. are not compliant to the idea that they have to have a husband in order to survive in the world. Yeah. Where they're saying, look, you know, showing up with a, a dangly outer genitalia <laughs> appendage, mm-hmm. right, and a paycheck isn't enough. Because I can look after my own sexual needs, I can look after my own economic needs, at least as well as someone else can. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I just feel very strongly that it is one hell of a quinky dink that as women are saying, you know... um, I can be independent, I don't need a man. And even when I'm married to you, I still don't want you blowjobs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And like, there's this, this whole expectation that men have to actually show up with love and compassion. Or they're garbage. Yeah. Like, shocker. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And this has always been an expectation. However, it was a quiet expectation. And women learned to be disappointed and bear that disappointment. Mm -hmm. um, Because they needed shelter. They they needed protection or or whatever. Mm -hmm. That's not the world we live in. No. And all of a sudden, lo and behold, in a country that is supposedly so advanced (laughs) um, and run by old white men... Mm -hmm. You suddenly have all these people doing everything they can to ensure that folks with a uterus are unable to have that kind of freedom. Yeah. Like, what do you think? Coincidence? No? (laughs) No, I think it's, it's all about control. It is absolutely all about control. We can, all of these little surface arguments that people point out, all of these moral arguments that people point out, it's just smoke. It's about control. Because if it wasn't about control, let's look statistically at who was more likely to produce unplanned pregnancies between men and women. Yeah. People with uteruses, people with penises. Yeah. People with penises can create, what, 365 babies a year, if not more. Yeah. Every time ejaculation happens, that could be a baby. Whereas a person with a uterus... You can say nine months, but realistically, it's a year. Yeah. You know, a baby could be birthed by a person with a uterus once a year. Yeah, because 40 weeks of gestation, mm-hmm. um, plus you've got at least at least three weeks mm-hmm. of having to heal up after. Yeah. You know, so now you're looking 43 weeks, mm-hmm. and then you're not just going to, boom, get pregnant anyways. Yeah. You know, like your body has to ovulate at the right time and and all of these things so if it was really about preventing unplanned pregnancies we'd have birth control and vasectomies we'd have birth control and vasectomies for free or we would be targeting the person with a penis population in terms of controlling the amount of unplanned births did you find it utterly fascinating and a little you know throw up in your mouth making to see that the states that were making it so that rapists could sue you for aborting were some of the first to mm-hmm. also crack down on abortions. It's yeah. like, so you're not allowed to say no, because mm-hmm. then you're asking for assault. And if you are assaulted, you're not allowed to do anything about any unwanted pregnancy that results. Mm-hmm. And if you do do something about it, you're going to be financially punished. And in some states, put to death. Incarcerated like, or put to death. Yeah, yeah. Like, what the fuck? And you can't access any sort of sterilization mm-hmm. unless you're a person with a penis. Yeah. And like, I know we were having this conversation like before the Roe v. Wade thing was mm-hmm. announced. Um like, even here in Canada, like, mm-hmm. I've talked about it a lot. Mark got a fucking vasectomy at, like, 21 years of age, no children, and no fine. serious relationships, and they gave it to him. And I thought he had to shop through, like, dozens of doctors. No, he went to two different doctors. And meanwhile, I was divorced, mm-hmm. three children, 
you know, plus a miscarriage. So, like, I'd had a couple of extra fun times. And the fucking doctor called my ex-husband. It's just disgusting. And hassled me about it. Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. And I was just like, why do I have to be able to, to procreate for the rest of my life? Yeah. But it's it's just absolutely disgusting. And like, we're talking fairly calmly here. I just want everyone who's listening to know I have not been calm. I have been like yelling, screaming. I went on this whole tangent about, um, and we can go about it, but let's stick to the topic just about how this happened. So yes, it is about a corrupt system. It's about six fucking Oh, Republican judges who should not be having their seats anymore. Honestly, no. anyone over the age, I think, generously, anyone over the age of 60 should not be allowed to be to hold the highest court position in the United States or anywhere. Because that person is not actually a part of the society we live in today. No. And things have changed, mm-hmm. you know, like, and, and, but like, not that much. And I know when, when I put together and like, I'm gonna have to redo the whole fucking thing now. Thanks a lot, Kavanaugh. But, uh, when I put together that history of sexual assault law mm-hmm. in, in Canada, um, never even fucking occurred to me that a country would overturn the right to access post sex methods of not being pregnant. Like, and let's like everybody wants to talk about the babies, babies, babies. You know, like we already have too many people on the planet. So, yeah. like, let's first fucking acknowledge that. Mm-hmm. Okay. There are valid reasons to not want to have a baby in, in today's world. Yeah. And a lot of younger folk are choosing not to have babies. Mm-hmm. But then we don't have workers. Yeah. We don't, we don't have little workers. What well, we do, we have, you know, people with pigmented skin to do the work if mm-hmm. we let them into the country. And like, and that's, and that's like that xenophobia, that bigotry, that dismissiveness of a human being's right Mm -hmm. to bodily autonomy. Just, yeah. yeah. No, I'm fucking angry too. And let's let's not pretend here that this isn't the root of a much bigger issue of people thinking that women are not people. Preach. That women are not people human beings that deserve the same amount of rights as any other human being. We are not lesser. We were not taken from a rib of Adam. We are people that should have the same amount of rights as everyone else. And right now in the States, we no longer do. Like, and, and let's be clear, like we've never actually had the same rights. No, but, but... at least people were pretending that we did. Yeah, no, Absolutely. And, you know, to, to our, our trans brothers and trans sisters that are out there, um, I get that people are pretending this is really cold cut men against women sort of thing. Um, but there are a lot of cis women in the Republican side of things who are pushing for this too, Mm -hmm. who apparently hate the idea of feminine power so much, you know, that they need to shut this down. Let's be, let's, you know, call a spade a spade here, though. A lot of the people, a lot of the cis women talking about that are in positions and places where even after this law has been, or this court case has been overturned. They'll just fly to Canada. They have, will still have access to abortion. Yeah. And that's been proven out through history. Yeah. Um, so you can actually go through the textbooks and you can take a look. Like there's there's a, a lot of, of very powerful individuals who fought for the, the removal of birth control, who were using birth control yeah. for the removal of abortion rights, who accessed abortion for their partners, their loved ones, their sisters, their daughters, their wives, their mm-hmm. mistresses, like whatever. And they're not the ones that are going to have to figure out how to access the abortion railroad. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, this is the only thing that has made me really happy over the last few days is mm-hmm. watching the activation mm-hmm. because they're like pretty much all of the countries I have even the, the tiniest bit of respect for mm-hmm. have 
put a lot of funds into making sure that there is help for anybody that needs to access abortion care. Yeah. And that's brilliant. And mm-hmm. there's already a railroad. And if you think fucking testing people on their way in and out is going to work, it ain't. It's not going to work. It's no. not going to work. And like, and, and if they push this, if they continue to push this and things aren't done to protect people who are capable of of getting pregnant, mm-hmm. um, I think we're going to see violence. Oh, absolutely. Like we're already, I mean, I don't know why that guy went after Kavanaugh. You know, and then turned himself yeah. in. I don't look. Like, I don't know what the backstory is, but like, we need more of that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we there. It's just it's absolutely disgusting. The one thing that does make me sad is we're seeing exactly what happens in the fall of an empire. Yeah, absolutely. You know, this is the United States falling and crumbling. Yeah. You know, and if we're not careful, they're going to take us. And with they're going them. to take Canada with us. Yeah. But the thing that happens, right? And I, I actually had this theory too, but it's just a theory, right? We are seeing a huge influx in the states of mostly Democratic voters moving to red states. We are seeing that that number, that, that 50 50, these states that were all, always red and very strongly red are getting closer and closer to flipping over to blue states. So, and most of those red states are also the states that are either already have banned abortion or have trigger laws in place, right? Are voting no birth control. So it's not unlikely or it's not like unreasonable to assume that those red states are going to bleed more red and have more Democrats and people that are more likely to appreciate a woman's right to choose and a woman's right to their body, a person with a uterus's right to their body, leave the red states. Whether they're leaving just to different states, the state over, or leaving to a different country. And what happens then is not only do those states stay red and it stays a more equal race between Democrats and liberals in the United States, but it also means that more of these rights and freedoms will be taken away. Because the smart people are leaving. And we're seeing the same thing in provinces like Alberta. Yeah. People are leaving for Ontario, for BC, not for Mm -hmm. Saskatchewan and Manitoba. No. Um, And I mean, Lord knows I've talked about it. Mm -hmm. So have I. I mean, I don't want to be queer in a person with a uterus in a province that's following along with the Trump apocalypse. Mm -hmm. I don't want to. No. And trying to run a queer community here is painful. Yeah. It is and, really and, painful. And, and we're lucky to be in Edmonton. Yeah. Yeah. We could be in Calgary. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to all our Calgary brothers and, and sisters and siblings, because mm-hmm. I know you're hurting. Yeah. So it's just like, this isn't, this isn't the end. This is, I mean, it's not even really the beginning. It's the middle. People are acting like it's the beginning, but, but I mean, man, like boom lawyer has been talking about this shit for how long? A long time. They've been talking about Roe v. Wade for years, watching the justices get put into position to overturn Mm -hmm. it and all the states and their lower courts trying to wiggle around. Mm -hmm. And yeah. And that actually is a really good point because I was like, why the fuck doesn't, you know, what's his name? I can't even remember the name of their fucking president. Oh, my God. Biden. Biden. He's so weak. Mm-hmm. Um, and I understand he's hamstrung, like, right now. I, I Politics are so terrible. But, uh, you know, I'm like, why the fuck doesn't he just pass a rule that you can't? You know what I mean? And he doesn't have the power of the ledge. But um, we're seeing here in Canada, like, this debate go on because, I mean... Things that go come from the states generally generally come to, come to Canada, and they come up through Alberta and Saskatchewan and Manitoba. Mm-hmm. Um, then a couple of the maritime places yeah. kind of like waffle back and forth depending on what the issue is. But uh, Trudeau is definitely his father's son, mm-hmm. where he just does not feel that the government has any place in our bedrooms, in our sex lives, other than to ensure we have the things we need to make healthy decisions. Yeah. Right? And for a Catholic guy, pretty impressed yeah. with his stance on things like health rights and reproductive rights. Yeah. Oh, and let's be clear, the government doesn't have any business 
No, absolutely not. Right? Like, you know, as long as everybody's consenting, I don't know what the fuck their problem is. But mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so there's been this discussion about whether or not the federal government should pass a law making it mandatory to have these services in the provinces. And they're like, we don't pass laws about any other type of health thing. And as soon as you pass a law, you open the door to have this same fucking thing happen. We're mm-hmm. now... It's going through the courts and they can overturn it and have legislation ready to roll out. Mm-hmm. And they're like, we don't we don't want to see that because yeah. right now it's everybody has the same rights mm-hmm. in Canada. And that includes access to health care, although we do have a two tier system, which pissed yes. me off to find out. I mean, I'm benefiting from it and it still pisses me off. Mm-hmm. I'm like the fuck. But. Um, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. Bad things. <laughs> right? Well, bad things. Yeah. Bad things are going to happen. And that's why I'm so upset, not just at the judges, even though oh, I don't think I've felt this angry since I can remember. But um, I am angry at voters. Yep. More specifically, I am angry at people that don't vote. Yep. Not just in the federal elections or the provincial or state elections, but all, all of the bills that get passed and the city legislation and blah, 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 all of those sorts of things. I am furious because I am so sick and tired of this talk of, well, it doesn't matter because I live in a red state or it doesn't matter because my area is conservative or the government's corrupt and does whatever it wants anyways and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Okay, you can feel that way, but this is the system that we live in. Yeah, we don't have another system. No, and the government isn't going away anytime soon. So you better use what little itty-bitty power you have and put a fucking X in a box that at least somewhat represents your values. Exactly. And if you don't like that, then you fucking need to get a party together Mm -hmm. and create your own platform and fucking run. Yeah. Because this is... Like, I I am so, yep, you pushed a button there. So, you know, our last federal election and Mm -hmm. our last provincial election, a mutual friend we have who Mm -hmm. has never voted. I mean, they go to the voting poll every time Mm -hmm. and and they go, you know, write something ridiculous on their ballot because they think they're making a statement. And so I walk them through the voter training that we get because I've worked the election. Mm -hmm. And anytime something's written on the ballot, you throw it out. Yeah. It goes in the garbage pile. Nobody reads those. No. It's considered a spoiled ballot. Mm-hmm. You are not making a statement. That is bullshit propaganda put out by the right to make sure us lefties don't vote. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're like, spoil your ballot. Like, fucking all good. Because you wouldn't have been voting for the Conservative Party if you're that disillusioned. Yeah. Well, you know? And, and it's sort of like But they bullshit. voted. Both of them. Oh, good. And that's what I wanted to share. Yeah. They actually... So... And I know several people who have always voted Conservative that did not vote Conservative in the last election mm-hmm. because of how far apart the two parties are. Yeah. Yeah. There, there is a chasm going on right now in the world. Um, we don't really have a centrist party. No. Like the closest centrist party we have in Canada is the liberal party. Which is fucked up. Which right? is fucked up. But like. And it, I'm, I'm so far left that the NDP are on the right of my line, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And because I believe human beings should come before money. Just for that, I'm so far, like, I don't even have any, like, wild hippie ideas of how the world should be run. Mm -hmm. I just believe that all humans should be allowed to live fed and sheltered and with some clothing covering their junk. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I'm not not even asking for a lot. And in our country and in the States and England and, fuck, I can't think of any countries that can't offer that. Like, even, even countries that we think are all messed up, like... You know, looking at any country in Africa, right? They can afford to shelter, clothe, and food their entire population. Yeah. And so this is, it, it just frustrates me mm-hmm. that we're sitting here now when we've been debating on whether or not we should be allowed to use whatever bathroom feels comfortable. <laughs> and all of a sudden they've decided, oh, you want to talk trans people. Mm-hmm. Like, instead, let's just let you know that we've decided that anybody who has a uterus is now chattel. Yeah. Yeah. Or cattle. Either word works, right? Yeah. 
I'm just so angry at the voting public because you know what? In the Alberta election, which we can talk about the fraudulent Alberta election later, (laughs) um, (laughs) um, that's being investigated still, just in case anyone's wondering. um, We had the highest voter turnout we'd seen since, I think it was 2005 for Alberta, but it was like even later than that for uh, in general, it was like in the 60s. We had the highest voter turnout we'd seen in, since the in a long War. time yeah. since the Vietnam War. And guess what it was? 70%. That was a record breaking number of voter turnout. Do you know how disgusting that is? Yeah, I do. Because Especially to- because most of the people I heard from who said they didn't vote would not have voted for the fuckwit we got. Yeah, that's the thing, right? It, it does matter because this whole idea of you living in a conservative place so it doesn't matter if you vote is bullshit. Because guess what? Once you hit 100 people, people start breaking up into different tribes. Yeah. So there is no way 150. unless 150, unless you live in a group of 25 people that every single person, let's say you live in a town of 3000 people, that's always voted conservative. And I don't know, like 2000 of those people are voter age. There is no possible way that the other 1999 people in your district are voting conservative. So use your voice. It's it's a shit choice. I I agree. The government is corrupt. We've got a whole bunch of shit going on. Capitalism and corruption and oligarchies. I agree. It sucks. But this is what we have right now. So let's try and work at least a little bit in the system to make it better for everyone. Because you know what a government can't do if not everybody votes? They can't represent the majority. No, they're just representing whoever paid them. And unfortunately... Um, a lot of voter reform needs to happen. Absolutely. Yes. I agree. But you're not going to get that by not voting. No. You have to vote in people who, like I said, as closely as possible represent. And sometimes you are voting for the least worst person. Yeah. But that is better than not voting and then getting the worst person. Yeah. And I don't, I mean, I get it. Like if you live somewhere like, I don't know, Lethbridge or, or whatever, where they always vote for the Conservative Party. But they always vote for the Conservative Party because that's what everybody tells people in yeah. Lethbridge and those uh, I know, I Southern had this discussion country. with my kids before the last vote, and they all went out and voted. And um, I was like, I don't even care if you're voting for a different person than me. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't. It's not that I'm saying I want you to vote because I think that you're going to support my opinions. Mm-hmm. I want you to vote because you are going to be stuck living with this for the rest of your fucking life. Mm-hmm. And every decision that is made for the next 50 years is going to be as a result of whoever gets into power tomorrow. Yeah. Because they're going to create laws and differences and industry changes and all of those things that the next government has to either build on or tear down, which the next government has to build on or tear down. And it's a never ending process. Mm-hmm. And you can't just, well, you can, but like rolling your eyes, shrugging and giving up isn't how positive change is made. No, not. You know, you don't like the fucking world you're in. The the smallest act that you can do that has the most power is just fucking vote. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 there's especially, especially in Canada, yeah. there are very few to... I mean, since the UCP came in and made a bunch of different rules about voting and whatever, but um, <laughs> I love those little, your little asides that you've got. Going on. <laughs> but <laughs> there are very few reasons not to vote. It's true, you know. I mean, they've made it as easy as they can. Yeah, they- and honestly, like people that are working the polls are so excited when you walk in to vote. Yeah, you can vote up to what five days ahead now. I think so. Yeah, like. I always advance vote, Mm -hmm. you know, and one, you get the results faster, too, because it allows them to start counting, even though they can't. They put everybody in individual parts counting Mm -hmm. so that they can't talk to each other and figure out who's winning. Um, But they put their tallies in in sealed boxes. And Mm -hmm. then on election day, those are opened and added to the tally. And yes, they do double count. Mm -hmm. But like that initial count comes a lot faster because of it and just vote 
Like, just, just fucking vote. vote. And this is a prime example why. Exactly. For all those fucking people that did not come out and vote and fucking Trump got into power. Yep. Like, fuck you. Like, that is the... I've had some real bad shit happen. And I don't think I have ever been as terrified as when I found out he got in power. Yeah. And like, and that's saying something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And just to be clear. some shit. Yeah. <laughs> We're seeing the effects of the Trump presidency right now in the States. Oh, yeah. Did you, know? you did you see that video clip of his little groupies there thanking mm-hmm. him for creating a white United States? Yep. I Ugh. sure did. Gross. <laughs> it's disgusting. It's absolutely gross. And the least you can do is vote. Especially when you look at the voter statistics and the voter turnout statistics. And generally, they're sitting around the 50% mark. And if you're someone who can't get to the voting thing, like you don't have a vehicle and, and you're, you don't have that mobility, do you know you can call your MLA and tell them you can't get to the poll and they will fucking take you? They will send a cab? Mm-hmm. Like this is how desperate they are to get people. You can pretend you're voting for the guy who's got the money so that he'll take you to the voting station. Yep. They will send you a bus. Like, I, I don't, not even just in Edmonton, like mm-hmm. every place I've ever lived, like in Taylor a town of 900 people, the mayor would come pick you up and drive you to the poll and then drive you home. And yeah. he didn't know if you were going to vote for him or not. Didn't yeah. care. Yeah. <laughs> you you just mean? vote. Yeah. Just vote. It's the only time that you get a say in what the government does. Like, mm-hmm. for real. Yeah. I mean, we can protest and we can burn down buildings. We can assassinate people, but that's not going to put a party out of power. The way we put parties out of power is voting. Voting. And if we're sitting at a, an abysmal 50%, I think it was like 57%. Usually, yes. Yeah, uh, like around there, 57%. There is no possible way that 57% of the population actually represents the majority of the population. Because it's barely the majority. Yeah, it's not enough. It's not enough people voting. And we need it. It needs to happen. Because... I'm sorry, libertarians, but the government isn't shutting down anytime soon. And we are in such a connected world and we've given up. Honestly, we've given up so many human rights over the years that a civil war is very, very difficult. You know, there are two we have given up. I understand that people like to pretend that America and Canada, I mean, we're a little bit better, but let's not pretend we're, you know, so much better than the States. Um, Give it two years and we'll be on the same level anyways. Exactly. Um, We have it's not a free country. It's not even close to a free country. They like to tout that you like to say, oh, I live in a free country, but you don't. No, you don't live in a free country. And now for people with uteruses. You live in the United States in an even less free country. We are talking about something that has had almost 50 years of precedent that has just been overturned. 50 years. Our entire fucking lifetime. Like, our grandparents Mm -hmm. fought for that right. Yeah. I mean, my my grandmother, my great-grandmother was in the protests where they burned their bras. Mm -hmm. Like, that's... And this is where we are, right back at fucking square one. Yeah, it's 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 disgusting. It truly it's and the fact that so many people who have such strong opinions about abortion are trying to make their philosophical Mm -hmm. ideas, you know, um, create a lack of options for other people. It's just fucked right up. Yeah. You know, like I, I really like a lot of bizarre things, <laughs> you know, like yeah. I like to cut my orange slices and suck the juice out of them and not eat the pulpy part. But I'm not going to make you do that. Yeah. I'm not going to throw you in jail because you chomped into an orange. No. You know, I like, I like my coffee really strong with whipping cream. Mm-hmm. Um, not whipped cream, but the actual cream. Okay, yeah. then I don't have to put sugar in it. It tastes amazing. Um, but that doesn't mean that I'm going to call you a heathen and and expect everybody else to bow to that. Mm-hmm. These are things that are personal ideas, biases, values, and they should reflect the choices we make for ourselves. 
They absolutely should. And let's also point out that religious freedom isn't equal. No. Like we, I mean, the Satanic Temple is a perfect example. Um, Christian organizations can put out billboards and put out anti-choice forced birth posters, however, as much as they want. They can promote their religion. But and the have satanic- as much lies on it as they want to as well. Exactly. But the Satanic Temple has their posters and their billboards taken down. Even though it's a recognized religion, exactly like all of the other religions, because it doesn't reflect what the quote-unquote right or majority religion agrees, it gets censored. Religious freedom does not go. It's just not equal. It's not equal spread across the different religions. It's not. And, And like, what about people like me? Yeah. Who don't have an established religion that I want to join. Mm-hmm. And yet I do a lot of good in this world. Yep. It's not that I'm walking around smacking people or stealing their shit or murdering folks or mm-hmm. I don't sexually assault people. I don't, do you know what I mean? Like I actually work hard to make it easier for those around me in my community. Yep. And I don't get a say mm-hmm. in what happens to my fucking body because you don't like the fucking options I have. Yeah, we're talking. Like, are you fucking kidding me? It's disgusting. It's absolutely disgusting. And like, <laughs> morality does not equal religion. Religion does not equal morality or goodness. No, I would say they're almost opposite. And I know that pisses off a lot of Christians. But like, look, folk, if you believe in God and Jesus Christ as as you know God's forgotten begotten son not forgotten begotten yeah. son um great i mean good for you but... but if you are following a religion that takes decisions away from other people that agrees with harming children that is okay covering up hundreds of years of sexual abuse by the church is okay with creating slaves out of people because they don't have the power to say anything about it. That is trying to force people, half of the planet, mm-hmm. okay, um, people who are capable of giving birth into having to give birth regardless of their health, their family situations, etc. Then you're part of the fucking problem. And I don't understand morality. how somebody can go to a church that upholds that shit. And if the Catholic Church could have done anything to drive people in droves out of the mm-hmm. church, they're doing it right now. Well, and let's let's talk about, I mean, we're not going to spend too much time on it, but we can talk <laughs> about that there is actually a Bible verse for people that like to throw out the Bible. Like, well, in the Bible, it says this. Yeah. That, I mean, it's not giving the woman the right to choose, but actually gives the right to abortion in the Bible. Yeah. Absolutely. That is in there. And I just want to say, just because you just slipped up, but I really appreciate that you keep trying to remember not to use men and women Mm -hmm. and instead include all of our trans and non-binary folk by referring to, you know, body parts instead of gender. And I I want to honor that because it has been so hurtful to, in this time where we need to be fighting together Mm-hmm. To watch all these cis fucking women sharing wide these posts that are all, oh, look what's happening to women now. Yeah. You know, and it's like, you know, yeah, yeah, it is. It's happening to women. You know how else it's happening to? It's happening to trans men. It's happening to non-binary ones. people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's also happening to children. So yeah. let's not forget that. So like as soon as as soon as all of those like there's there's been a lot of really powerful voices joining the cry out and i'm glad Mm -hmm. i'm glad that there's riots and and i'm grateful that people are protesting and there's more people protesting and a lot angrier than they were for the anti-trump rallies Mm -hmm. so i'm i'm grateful for that too but if you keep (laughs) not you in general but if the movement keeps ostracizing people who aren't cis women they're not going to have the power behind them that they need. Yeah. This isn't the time to start using 
divisive language, right? Yeah. And so, I, I totally I know agree. you keep trying. So I, I wanted to honor that and appreciate it. No, it wasn't I, a call in. I know, I know. <laughs> and I am trying. I did use woman specifically in the Bible because that's yeah. what it says. You were quoting the Bible. I was quoting the Bible, but I do, I am trying because it's not just women. And we do need to remember that. And and honestly, this isn't something that's going to benefit cis men in the long run either. No, absolutely like, we're not. We're talking, like, because this has set the precedent for some really interesting laws to happen now. Mm-hmm. So if you're a married, het, cis couple who's been struggling to have a baby and you want to do um, intra, what do you, IVF? Intra, yeah. I can't remember what it stands for. Um, do you know that they actually fertilize several eggs Mm -hmm. and with this overturning a roe v wade it is not unthinkable that you could be forced to implant all of those and be disallowed to terminate any of them and be forced to have octuplets Mm -hmm. or worse which by the way with each multiple that you add the risk of dying during childbirth goes up markedly right like the giving birth is not easy Mm -hmm. and um yeah and then eventually you could even find you're being charged for one of the babies not making it because Mm -hmm. you made that choice so you created life knowing that some of it was going to die like this is it's fucked up it's also paved the road for from the moment of conception for there to be a legal argument for child support Mm-hmm. And alimony. Yeah. Because yeah. the courts have made a fetus a person. Yeah. Just saying. From conception. And yeah. not only that, they're arguing that pre-conception, mm-hmm. yeah. which I don't fucking understand that at all. So but people like, with penises can't ejaculate anymore? Well, <laughs> right? <laughs> I want to see that happen. Because you know what? When I masturbate, no seed is lost. Exactly. So let's talk about that. But like, it has paved the way for some really non-beneficial things to happen Mm -hmm. that go well beyond should somebody have the right to terminate a pregnancy which yeah they fucking should um and they shouldn't have to explain it to anybody and in canada you don't have to explain it and technically i've seen this a lot on tiktok people are like people have abortions right up to the day they're having delivery no they don't because you'd have to find a doctor willing to do that and there would have to be a pretty astronomical reason um but technically it is legal mm-hmm. there are no rules around abortion in canada yeah but let's not like i think uh, something that gets missed in these conversations too is the feelings of a person with a uterus we like to pretend that this is a transaction that people are just like oh going to go get my abortion today i'm gonna have a great time like yeah. you hear stories about uh people who've had abortions and it's not a fun experience it's not it something hurts like fucking hell it hurts it's super emotional nauseating. it's nauseating like, and there's always at least one medical staff person making you feel like shit mm-hmm. you can't tell people because there's so much stigma around it yeah. um one person i went and sat with who had to get uh um had to take the medical abortion, like mm-hmm. the prescription yeah. abortion, not morning after pill, but like but the yeah, other yeah, one, yeah. had a utopic pregnancy. Ugh. And for anybody who doesn't know what that is, it's the fertilized egg doesn't drop into the uterus. And instead, the baby is going to grow in this tube, which will rupture and cause both you and the so-called baby to die. Mm-hmm. You don't have an option at this point. And they still treated her like shit. Yeah. It's like... Because the the nurse handing you the pills doesn't know that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, they they don't share that information because, like, it's not really anybody's business. Mm-hmm. And they treat you like shit for it. Yeah. You know? And then what do you do when you're under that kind of stress and feeling like shit with people you're not intimate with? You crack jokes. You say inappropriate things. Mm-hmm. You might giggle hysterically. Well, people don't fucking like that either. No. I mean, when my kid went to go get Plan B... And cracked joke about, um, you know, cause for celebration. Mm -hmm. And what they were referring to is like that it's a fucking option. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the pharmacist like chewed her right the fuck out. You know? And it's like. Fuck you. Like. Your decisions stop at the edge of your body. Ideally. Ideally. Not anymore. But, you know. (laughs) 
theoretically. Oh, I hate it so much. Yeah. I just hate it so much. It's it's, it's going to be so bad. And while I love that everybody's doing the whole, you can come stay at my house. You know what I mean? It's like, not that that's, simple. It's not that simple. Like there, there's an actual system set up right now mm-hmm. for doctors to alert rogue doctors who are licensed across multiple states that there's an issue. There are people learning how to do DNCs mm-hmm. who are eye surgeons, respiratory therapists, etc. So they can be called in on a case and oops, we don't know what happened. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like this is it's fucked up. Yeah. People are risking their jobs and their lives to look after the health of folks that have a uterus. Yeah. And it shouldn't be like this. No. There are going to be more back alley abortions. Mm-hmm. There are going to be more people taking whatever weird fucking shit they find on the internet at, you know, healthrangers.com or whatever. And people are going to die. There's going to be a much higher mortality rate, not just from um, unsafe abortions or anything like that, um, but from, but from violence. Pregnancy, unsafe from pregnancy. violence from their partners, from mm-hmm. like, oh my God. Like, what's to stop someone? Let's say, what's to stop someone who sexually assaults a person from just killing them now? Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. If I was in the States and somebody raped me, I would fucking kill them. No, I mean the other side. So you sexually assault someone and now there's no sort of protection for abortion, right? And you're not wearing a condom. Why? What's to stop that escalation from happening? Where you just decide to murder your victim instead of having to go through... Knowing that they can do paternity testing and find out who you are and shit like that. Yeah. You know, and and, I mean, when you think about people with mistresses, right? People Mm -hmm. who are cheating on their wives, particularly rich, powerful men who were cheating on their wives, knowing that it's going to be harder to access morning after pills, abortion, care, things like that. Yeah, I can see them making sure that people disappear if they end up pregnant. Um Absolutely. And, and losing their shit and being violent as if it's somehow that person's fault for getting pregnant. Yeah. It's, it's disgusting. And, but like, I'll tell you that this kind of shit has made me rethink the way I deal with sexual harassment. Mm-hmm. So if you think people weren't being polite about it before <laughs> when you were sexually harassing them, try now. When they know they could actually go to court and be sentenced to death for miscarrying should they not pound your head off a curb the moment you start harassing them mm-hmm. like we're gonna we're gonna see like some really fucked up shit happen and oh, yeah. i'm just i'm at a loss i'm at a loss like I, yeah. I never thought that they would have i never thought the justices would actually turn it over mm-hmm. a, a true an a true tragedy a absolute tragedy happened on friday Regardless of your stance on abortions, this was an absolute tragedy. Think of all the little kids that are menstruating right now, watching this unfold and finding out that that period they're having represents a complete loss of their human rights. Mm Mm-hmm. Because we're not, like you said, and we mentioned, but kind of glanced over, like you said, this isn't just about abortions. No. You know, this isn't the only right that's going away because of this overturning. That no longer have a right to say whether or not you're having sex. mm -hmm. You know, um, no longer have a right to use birth control or, I mean, we're watching sex ed disappear really fast, too. Mm -hmm. No longer have a right to get a female doctor to do your pap test. Mm-hmm. Um, if but, you could even fucking access pap tests now. Yeah, but even farther than that, right? We are talking about the ramifications of pregnancy and no longer having the option to say, no, I don't want to be pregnant. We're talking about a loss of freedom. And as somebody who's given birth three times, I can tell you that it really takes a toll on your body. Mm-hmm. It, it like, Don't even get me started with how much money you spend on your children. It's a career stopper. Yeah. It destroys relationships because mm-hmm. babies are hard work and they don't let you sleep and they certainly don't let you romance. Yeah. 
You know, you don't have time to do each other's laundry or cook each other's meals. You're too busy burping and feeding and changing and wiping and mm -hmm. picking up and soothing and taking to appointments and rushing to the ER over every little thing. Yeah. Like, I love my kids so much. And I'm very grateful that they came into my life. life. But if I could have found them on the curbside and picked them up, I would have. <laughs> because the I don't have teeth because I had kids. I mean, they suck the vitamins out of your body. Yeah. Like this is, yeah, it, it's, it's, but not, I pee when I laugh, yeah. like, you know, mm -hmm. my pelvic floor is fucked. It's yep. no, it, it's, it's horrible, but we're also, we're talking about a loss of financial freedom. We're talking yeah. about a loss of the right to education. We're talking about a well, loss. Yeah, I was of a bartender through one of my pregnancies. You can't fucking bartend when you're nine months pregnant. You're talking you know about I mean? a loss of career choices. Yeah. You're like, you're talking about this affecting the rest of someone's life. This is not, a, oh, I'm going to have a baby. Yeah. I'm 50 years old and every decision I make, I still have to weigh my children. Yeah. And that's just how it is. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's not like when you have a cat and you can just go drop them off at the neighbors <laughs> with a bowl of kibble. You know what I mean? Like this is. I mean, my kids are all grown and every decision I make, I consider them. Mm -hmm. And that's and we're not, for the rest of my life. Yeah. You know, from my life insurance to where I live. Mm -hmm. And we're not going to see a, ri a very significant rise in adoptions. No. no because God, no. even when abortion was an option in the States, it was what, like 3%? Yeah. If I remember correctly, 3% of unplanned pregnancies lead to adoption. A lot more than 3% lead to being in the foster system, though. Yes. But we're, we're talking about adoption has always been an option, but it's not an easy option. It's not always a safe option. It's not always an option for everyone. No. And can you explain to me how you can tell a 16-year-old that they have to suck it up and be a parent? Yeah. But you're not going to let a 16-year-old walk into an adoption agency and adopt? Mm -hmm. Hell, we don't even let them drink. You know? like How, how the fuck? Let's, like, let's just, talk about a 12-year-old. Uh, like, when did you first start menstruating? Because it was definitely before 16 for me. Yeah, I was 10. And when I was in parenting classes with my oldest child as an infant um, in high school, they had like a parenting class. Mm -hmm. One of the kids I went to class with had a two-year-old and she was 12. Her boyfriend was 13. Like, it's... Like, it's, it's not unheard of. It's not even all that uncommon. No, it's not uncommon. And it's not like the court systems. There's been no caveats made from this decision. None. We're not talking about Roe v. Wade was overturned, but we still are going to have protections for people with uteruses under 18. No. There's no additional protections for sexual assault. There's nope. There are no caveats to this. It's just... You Which get pregnant I'm too bad. I'm kind of grateful there's no caveats because I, I really fucking hate the idea that you have to explain why you're getting an abortion. However, the fact that that's going to impact the most vulnerable people in horrific ways. Mm -hmm. You know, like you're going to have yeah, a lot of violence. A lot of violence. We're going to watch poverty go up for the family class. And we, we're already seeing, like, we are already headed into a recession, if not a, a whole ass Great Depression. Yeah. Uh, and this is just barreling us further into it. Like, it's just going to get closer and closer, as opposed to maybe five years from now, it's going to be three years from now. And if we continue to see things like this pass, it's going to be two years from now. Yep, and the amount of fires we're going to set could really add to the environmental impacts, too. Because mm -hmm. if you think that people are just going to lay down and shut up for this, you are out of your mind. Yeah. Oh, man. So, yeah, all that for Roe v. Wade being overturned and Planned Parenthood versus Casey. Mm -hmm. It'll be disheartening to watch the things coming out of the States now. Yeah. I'm hoping that there's also some hope that comes out of this because I like to be eternally hopeful. Um, but right now I'm not feeling it. No, I'm not even feeling it in Canada. No. It wasn't even two hours after the overturning when our dipshit MLAs were like celebrating on social media. So um, we already know what's happening here. Yep. 
So I'm about to learn how to do some midwifery for sure. Um, so vote. Vote. Yeah. There the is an election the coming is, up. Fucking vote. And the states it's in November? Um, the federal election? Yeah. I'm pretty sure. It was 2019. I can't fucking remember. Is ours in November? It's been so long of this yeah. COVID crap that I can't even remember when the fucking election was. Yeah, I can't remember either. But yeah. I know the Alberta ones next year. Thank fucking God. Yeah, we'll see. I, I'm I'm less excited than I was after... Um, because we were so excited last time. Well, it's not even that. It's that Ford got reelected in Ontario, so I'm what? much less excited. Yeah, you didn't know. Fuck off. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh. Sorry to give you that news. I'm... Doug Ford, just fucking retire already. So Go smoke some crack. Yeah. Okay, that was rude. I'm, I'm much less hopeful for the Alberta election because, as we know, Alberta is a lot more conservative than Ontario. <sighs> well, fuck. Well, folks, you heard it here on Sex Talk. I know you and I could probably rant about this for another couple hours, but yeah. this is the longest podcast we've put out there in a long time. If you'd like to send us anything, you can. You can email gtfo at... Oh, no, I changed it. Mm -hmm. You can email us at sextalk at aspect.ca. <laughs> and we'll get the messages. Um, you can hit us up also on any of our podcast streams, leave leave comments, that kind of thing. And we'll have our re regular scheduled show in a couple of days. Stay safe. Yeah, stay safe, everybody. <laughs>